0: Hey, hey, welcome once again, my friends. This is Brother Sims. I have an interesting topic today to tackle. We're going to be talking about understanding the nature of man. So the question is, why is it so important that we understand human nature or the nature of man? Well, firstly, understanding human nature would help us avoid making the mistake of placing too much trust in people now notice i said too much trust in people which implies that we're all being overly trusting you know which leads to disappointment so we're going to be coming from the book of jeremiah 17 starting at verse 5 it says thus said the lord curse be the man that trusted in man and make it flesh his own and whose heart departed from the lord for he shall be like the heat in the desert and shall not see when good coming, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness and a salt land and not inhabited. Now, it says he shall be like the heat. Now, the heat was a, it was a shrub. In fact, it's called a dwarf shrub, a little small plant with leathery leaves that grew in dry places. Okay, then it says, verse seven, bless is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is? For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spread out her roots by the rivers and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Now it makes a comparison there. It says, first of all, the one who puts their trust in man shall be like a dwarf shrub a little small, dry bush with leathery leaves. So it's saying that, that placing our trust and confidence in man will result in an unfruitful life. But then in contrast, it says when we place our trust and confidence in the Lord, we're going to be like a tree, not a shrub, a tree that's planted right next to water. That means we're going to always have a supply going to always have a supply of water that will cause that tree to be grow and always be fruitful and always be green that's how it is when we place our trust in god because he is our source so placing our trust in god will result in a fruitful life verse 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it i the lord search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So God says here, the heart, talk about the human heart, is deceitful above all things. It's the most wicked thing. It's most deceitful than anything we can think of. The Bible says it's desperately wicked and we don't really know how bad it is. It says, but God He's the one that examines the heart. He examines the motives and the intents of the heart to give every man according to the fruit of their doings. So we don't really know how deceitful people can be. And that's including our own selves. Only God knows the deep thoughts and intents of a person's heart. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can be discerning enough As to not put ourselves in harm's way when it comes to people. You know, John 2 and 23 says, Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover and the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles, which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men. So we see that, that Jesus didn't trust them because he knew human nature. And it says, verse 25 and needed not that any should testify of man, for he knew what was in man. See that? Jesus used discernment. Even though Jesus loved people, he knew how fickle they could be. He understood the nature of man. Therefore, he would not place full confidence in them. We too must understand. We're called to minister to people, love people, help people, etc. But we must keep in mind what we are dealing with when it comes to people so we got to be careful not to place too much confidence in people amen and we're going to see an example of what can happen when we do that so with that being said we're coming from second kings 20 and 12 and it says that at the time Barak Beladan, the son of Beladan, king of babylon sent letters in a present unto hezekiah for he had heard that hezekiah had been sick now we all know Hezekiah, Hezekiah was a good king and he had taken sick. And so this king son from Babylon sent him some letters and a gift, which probably served to lower his defenses when you really look at it. And it says, verse 13, and Hezekiah harkened unto them and showed them all the house of his precious things, the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment and all the house of his armor, and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house, nor in all his dominion, that Hezekiah showed them not. So Hezekiah showed them everything. So Hezekiah, number one, he made the mistake of being overly trusting. As a result, he showed the Babylonians all his house and everything in it. See, it is never wise to reveal everything to people. And that's the mistake Hezekiah made. He opened his house and showed everything. Verse 14 says, Then came Isaiah the prophet unto king Hezekiah and said unto him, What said these men? And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country, even from Babylon. And he said, What have they seen in thy house? See, that is the question. What have they seen in thy house? And Hezekiah answered, all the things that are in my house have they seen? There's nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. See, the thing about it, we have to understand, it's not good to show someone everything in your house. Now, metaphorically speaking, that means to reveal everything to people. You know, man can be treacherous at times and can betray our trust and will use the very things we show them against us. Verse 16 says, and Isaiah said unto Hezekiah, hear the word of the Lord. Behold, the day is come that all that is in thy house, that which thy fathers have laid up in stone to this day, shall be carried into Babylon. Nothing shall be left, said the Lord. So because Hezekiah showed everything, he opened himself up to losing everything. These very same Babylonians came back and took everything even though it was some years later so the bible consistently tells us to trust in god and not to place our confidence in man man can be treacherous second timothy 4 and 14 now this is paul speaking he said alexander the coppersmith did me much evil the lord reward him according to his works of whom thou were also for he had greatly withstood our words at my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray that God, that it may not be laid to their charge. So, keying in on verse 16, when Paul said my first answer, he said, no man stood with me. Now, that includes the brothers and the faith and everything. Paul was by himself. You know, there will be times in our lives when no one will be there for us but God. So that's why we ought to place our ultimate trust in God, because man can and will often let us down. Verse 17 says, notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me, the preacher might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear. And I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion." See, our God, the God we serve is a faithful God. Our God is is a dependable God. Our God is a loyal God. Our God is a mighty God. He will always be there with us. In fact, the scripture says that he will never leave us nor forsake us, will be with us always even to the end of the age. You know, Psalm 118:8 and 9. And this is my last verse of scripture it says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man it is better to trust in the lord than to put confidence in princes so we see there that our ultimate trust has to be placed in god so with that being said hey remember keep your trust in god be blessed out there pray for me and i'll be praying for everyone be blessed in jesus name